It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights fall to the LA Kings 4-3 in overtime. LA did not lead in this game until they got the overtime winner from Adrian Kempe. And to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. Uh, you know, Dan, I, like I look at this game and it's an interesting one. From a possession standpoint, the LA Kings really did control the first period and the third period, but uh, down 2-1 to one at the end of the first. The Golden Knights had at, at times a 2 nothing lead, a 3-2 lead. Uh, where, where do you fall on this one just in terms of kind of inability to hold on to that lead, even though, you know, the LA Kings, they had a lot of possession, a lot of really good chances in this one. They did. It seemed to me that there were uh, – the, the momentum the Knights generated was too easily given away. We have often seen in uh, Golden Knights history that when the Golden Knights seize momentum, when mm-hmm. they take control of a game, they yeah. are uh, not prone to giving it up. And that was not the case today. And, uh, you know, though, you know, Vegas gets that first goal, Patch already scores on the power play. Kings almost scored right after that. Mm-hmm. Vegas does then score a second goal about six minutes after the first one. And then they did give up a goal 28 seconds later. And then, you know, you're coming out of the intermission. You're thinking you're going to make some adjustments. You're getting better. You build upon a 2-1 to one lead, and they give up a goal in the first minute on that uh, Los Angeles power play. And the Kings' power play has been dreadful. And the Kings, uh, you know, had three power play goals in the last 11 games, going back a month. 9% in that stretch. Yet they scored one against the Knights' penalty kill which is now surrendered a power play goal in three consecutive games so that's just uh not up to snuff they did finally score a power play goal as we mentioned with max in the first period and uh, a, a buoy for the knights to have patch ready finally get in the goal scoring column to the tune of a pair today 13th and 14th but uh, back to your question it just seemed to me that the knights uh, were not as uh, focused as they needed to be when they had momentum and the kings were um, smart to to grab it. They they found ways to grab it away, and um, and you, you, you figure you know three goals can oftentimes be enough. It was not today, and you know the Knights have not won often this year unless they put up more than three goals. They have just the one win when scoring fewer than three. And, uh, you know, it's kind of going to be that story, I suppose, if Brossois is going to be the goalie for the time being with Robin Leonard uh, unavailable because of injury. It seems to me that you uh, you get the offense on the power play. You get it from Pacioretty. You get it from Smith. But uh, we also talked about how the Yanmark watt Dodonov line, those three guys individually have not been producing at all lately. And uh, somewhere, somehow, you've got to find that little bit extra uh, or you can't give up for it. Yeah, you know, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's, it's tough in this situation because for a team that was shut out in two consecutive games, uh, you do like the fact that the Golden Knights and the line changes that Pete DeBoer made uh, did produce three goals on the night, but you, you still end up losing 4-3 to three, uh, in overtime. Uh, you know, you look at Jack Eichel's game, much more noticeable tonight, had more plays, more touches, more possession in the offensive zone. Uh, what would you see from Jack tonight? Yeah, the comfort factor increased. and Gary told us that on the television side, Pacioretty said that it was night and day just for Jack to get from 
that first game and everything that was surrounding it to then have uh, this one here today. There was, uh, it seemed to me, a little bit more, um, I don't want to say more patience because he's, you, you saw the patience in the, the previous game too. But he was, um, there were moments when he was more aggressive, was a little bit more creative. Um, I, I wonder how much of that is also having Chandler Stevenson as an option. You know, it, by putting Stevenson there with Max and Jack, you lighten the load a little bit where Stevenson can be taking some face-offs and, you know, Jack can kind of, um, you know, sort of consider other aspects of things. So, I, yeah, I, I think it was a, a, a strong step forward. It, it may not have been a, a huge giant leap because, I mean, he didn't go and uh, dazzle. He, there weren't any highlight plays from Jack here today. He did record an assist, but uh, we use the word patience. The pass that he makes to Pacioretty, it looked like he was going for a Sunday stroll. Just patient, didn't rush it, mm -hmm. and I think that that's uh, obviously a, a scoring play, but I think that's probably the most memorable play for, for Jack today in, in terms of evaluating his progress back from injury. All right, Dan. Well, as always, thank you for joining us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. We will chat with you on Sunday. Thank you, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. Let's head to Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. Everybody's best game, and, and we, can't, uh, we can't be casual about the situation. We'll end with Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, Jesse Granger with The Athletic, you mentioned the situation. Do you think the fact that Calgary's kind of up on you and, and the Kings are right there, do you think it makes it easier to match their desperation now that things are kind of the path well, it should. It should. You know, the more points we drop, the, the easier that desperation is going to come. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it. That was head coach Pete DeBoer as he addressed the media after tonight's game and clearly not uh, not pleased by the effort from the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, you, you look at uh, kind of the comments there real quick. I can't be too casual about the situation. Obviously, where the Golden Knights are right now in the standings in the Pacific Divisions. They are in second place currently uh, trailing the Calgary Flames, but you drop two points. You, you, you allow... LA two points you only pick up one here every point right now matters for the Vegas Golden Knights as they are continuing to try to stay in that second spot and push the Calgary Flames but the, in order for the Golden Knights to do that they're going to need to start putting some wins in the column and they're going to have to take a look at Sunday against the San Jose Sharks to do that we're back with more on the AAA insurance post game show presented by Dollar Loan Center this is the Vegas Golden Knights radio network They were probably better than us. I thought in the second we were uh, pretty good, but, you know, shot ourselves in the foot with, uh, um, you know, an unnecessary penalty at the end of the first period. And then, you know, we let people in behind us on a breakaway, you know. So you're, you're handing them opportunities to get back in the game in those situations. So, And then, you know, I didn't love our third. It wasn't... Uh, I'll have to rewatch the game. I mean, we did, we did some good things. We we found a way to scrape a point out, but uh, you know, was wasn't our finest effort in my mind. Go to Jesse. Jesse. If he, Jesse Granger with the Athletic. You you mentioned you got to watch it back, and you can probably answer this better. But just what what did you think you needed to do better defensively, specifically in this game? Well, just you know, they were hungrier. 
You know, it, it's one thing to be in defensive position. It's another thing to, to lose all the puck battles. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, I, I think we've got to get used to the fact that, uh, you know, we're, we're in the middle of a, a race here uh, for positioning to the, the finish line. And, and everybody we're playing has that, uh, that hunger uh, that you've got to bring if you're going to win games this time of year. Go Ben and Ken. Ben goes Las Vegas Review Journal. Uh, what was it like to see Max get back on the score sheet there and get two goals? Yeah, good. You know, we we need, we need him to score. Uh, like I said, he's a streaky scorer. Uh, you know, he always seems to find a way to score against LA. So you know, we felt that there was a good chance uh, if he was going to break out of it, it'd be tonight, and and he did. So hopefully, that uh, gets him rolling. Go to Ken. Ken Bulky, Sinman, Vegas. With the odd nature of the schedule, is the next one feel kind of more important than it could? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, they're, they're they're all important. You know, another division game against another really hungry team that that you know we can't underestimate how desperate they're going to be, where they're sitting in the standings. I think I think that's the the key takeaway here. Uh, you know, when I look back, Colorado um, for sure. Um, you know these guys, uh, and I'm sure in San Jose, you know you're getting you're getting everybody's best game, and and we can't uh, we can't be casual about the situation. We'll end with Jesse. Jesse, yeah, Jesse Granger, the Athletic. You mentioned the situation. Do you think the fact that Calgary's kind of up on you and, and the Kings are right there? Do you think it? Makes it easier to match their desperation now that things are kind of the path. Well, it should. It should. You know, the more points we drop, the the easier that desperation is going to come. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post game show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance post game show. The Golden Knights fall to the LA Kings four to three in overtime. Wanted to play you all of Pete DeBoer. We went back to it. There's a lot of important stuff in the commentary from head coach Pete DeBoer. And, you know, clearly, based on his comments, not happy with the level of desperation with his hockey club. And, like, I can't say that I, I necessarily blame him in that situation. Like, you look at the first period and you look at the third period, it was all L.A. They had the puck the entire first period, the entire third period. Now, for the Golden Knights, I think it's very, very open and honest to say fortunate to be up two to one going into that second period and so when you have games like that when you have moments like that you have to find ways to kind of wrestle momentum back and for the golden knights if you put together a really solid structured second period you can kind of pull away in this game and it just it didn't happen there was obviously the penalty to start the period to Chandler Stevenson, you allow the LA Kings to get a momentum to start that second period, and it kind of snowballs from there. Now, you know, I think the Golden Knights uh, puck battles need to be better. the 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 idea that this isn't going to be easy down the stretch, um, you could tell the frustration level right now with with head coach Pete DeBoer, and and I don't think it's unwarranted. Again, you'll come away from that first period. And I remember saying it in the first intermission: the Golden Knights could get better in the second. They could be better in the second period. Fortunate, opportunistic, those were the words that I used to talk about that first period from the Vegas Golden Knights. It, it just needs to look and feel 
crisper from this team. And I get it. You're trying to integrate a player that hasn't played games in 11 months. But the fact of the matter is process results. Both of them matter. Results matter more right now. They, they just do. For a Golden Knights team that has everything invested in what they do this season in the playoffs, points need to start coming onto the board for the Vegas Golden Knights. And, you know, it's not a team that loses three games in a row typically, often. It doesn't happen, but it's happening right now for the Vegas Golden Knights. Post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Didn't look like anybody had any collisions, anything worse for wear in this one. Obviously, the, the big names still out of the lineup for the Golden Knights with injury. It's Mark Stone, clearly Alec Martinez, uh, Zach Whitecloud, Nolan Patrick missed his first game since taking that hit against the Colorado Avalanche. So you, you look at that, all things considered right now for the Golden Knights. Uh, whoever's in the lineup has to help contribute to this team winning some hockey games. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with highlights next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Triple-A insurance post-game show. The Golden Knights fall to the LA Kings 4-3 to three in overtime. Vegas 28-18-4, 60 points on the year. The LA Kings gain on the Golden Knights. Three points back from Vegas. A very tight race now in the Pacific Division. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. You know, we go back to the first period, the Golden Knights getting a chance early on in the period on the power play, and it's Max Pacioretty opening up the scoring for Vegas with his 13th goal of the year. Knock off Jack Eichel. Put it out in front, and the shot attempt. Knockdown. Rebound. Score! Max Pacioretty. Power play goal. And the Knights take a 1-0 lead. Pacioretty snaps the skid. Pacioretty's 13th of the year from Jonathan Marcheseau at 8-11 of the first period on the power play makes it 1-0 Vegas. The Golden Knights would add to their lead with five minutes left in the, in the first period as Riley Smith would convert on a two-on-one. Jonathan Quick sticks it back to the neutral zone. A steal, Carlson in, Marcheseau to the right, shot, score! Riley Smith from the right wing, and the Knights take a 2-0 lead. Five minutes to go in the first in the neutral zone play. Up to Marcheseau in the middle. Smith rips it home from the right wing. 14th goal of the season. Riley Smith, 14th of the year from Jonathan Marcheseau and William Carlson at 15.06. Makes it 2 to nothing Vegas. But just 28 seconds later, Andreas Athanasio would answer for the Kings. Hague will now be penalized. First a breakaway. Athanasio scores! Fakes out pro Swan, tucks it in the left post. And it's a 2-1 Vegas lead. The Kings answer right back. Athanasiu, his fifth of the year at 15-34 unassisted, makes it 2-1 Vegas going into the second period. So again, we mentioned it, the Golden Knights, not their best, not a solid first period, but an opportunistic one. Has them with the lead going into the second period. Now, to set up for context here, at the end of the first period, Matt Roy 
threw a puck into the into the Vegas Golden Knights zone. Chandler Stevenson came by, tripped up Matt Roy, gets a penalty late at the end of the first period. That allows the LA Kings to start the second period on the power play, and they'd waste little time tying the game as Adrian Kempe would beat Loren Brossois just 30 seconds into the period. Down through the left circle, yanks it back. Kempe through the left circle, skates ahead, shoots, and scores. Off the post and in. Short side, it's a tie game. Power play goal for Los Angeles, 30 seconds into the second. Adrian Kempe's 20th of the year from Drew Doughty and Andre Kopitar, a power play goal just 30 seconds into the second period, ties the game at two. Six minutes later, though, the Golden Knights would again get the lead back as Jack Eichel would feed Max Pacioretty for his second goal of the game. Quick taps his stick, swings it away from Eichel. Jack gets it, left wing shot, and it is into the goal! Max Pacioretty, second of the game, and Jack Eichel very well may have his first Golden Knights point. Three to two Golden Knights. Max Pacioretty's 14th of the year from Jack Eichel and Ben Hutton at 6.33 of the second period makes it 3-2 Vegas. With just under three minutes left in the second period, Phil Deneau would tie the game once again. Los Angeles ahead. Look out behind the D. Deneau. He scores! Philip Deneau ties it 3-3. 2.43 to go in the second period. Philip Deneau's 14th of the year from Victor Arvidsson and Matt Roy at 17-17 of the second period ties the game at three. Then in the waning seconds of the second period, it looked like Evgeny Dodonov would give Vegas another lead, but he would hit the post and then the crossbar. Off several sticks into the area. Mark centered. Score! No, they say it did not go. Pardon me, the clock will run out. The Knights began to celebrate the tip went off the left post and it appeared to have gone in. The crowd celebrated, the Knights celebrated, but the puck went off the iron and did not go. A missed opportunity there for the Golden Knights to regain the lead going to the third period. So we'd head out for the third period. Both teams nodded up at three. And again, it was a very LA possession heavy period. They had a number of chances Grade A quality, played in the offensive zone for the majority of the period. And if not for this save from Loren Brossois, the Golden Knights probably don't get a point in this game. It's our AAA insurance save of the game. Harvinson looking for more. Shooting, kick save. Brossois flexes out with the right pad. Now it's behind the goal. Another try, another save, Brossois. The crowd loves it. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So we'd head to overtime. Both teams nodded up at three goals apiece. The Golden Knights would get their looks. The LA Kings would get theirs. And it's Adrian Kempe icing the game. Out through center they go. Kempe into the zone, drop past Kopitar, now to the right, back in front, they score! Sean Dersey out in front to Adrian Kempe, who wins it. Four to three Kings in overtime. Adrian Kempe's 21st of the year, his second of the game, wins it in overtime from Sean Dersey and Andre Kopitar. Two minutes, 18 seconds. And there you have it, 4-3 to three in overtime. The L.A. Kings defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. Again, 
an interesting game for a number of different reasons. One, the LA Kings were very good in the first and third period. I thought the second period, the Golden Knights was probably their best period. But, you know, you look at how the second period unfolded for Vegas. You're forced to try to kill a penalty early. You allow a goal to tie the game. You lose all momentum in that situation. I, I do like the majority of the second period for the Golden Knights, their best period, but they get outscored 2-1. to one. Sometimes that's how hockey works. But again, you know, you have an opportunity here. It's a, a tie game in the third period. And just from a, from a possession standpoint, the Golden Knights did not have enough zone time. They did not have enough inside in the middle of the ice to make Jonathan Quick work. And that really was the difference. You get board battles that can be better. And the Golden Knights are going to have to go back to the drawing board and find a way to come away with two points when they take on the San Jose Sharks this Sunday in San Jose at 5 o'clock. Pre-game show will go at 4 o'clock. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post-Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights fall to the LA Kings 4-3, the final score here in overtime. Vegas picks up a point. LA picks up two. And I think that's really where this uh, this game becomes really intriguing and really interesting. You, you look at the standings, and we'll, we'll do that here right now. Calgary Flames lead the division 62 points in 47 games. They've got three games in hand on the Golden Knights, and they are atop the division, creating some separation, though Vegas two points back with 60 points in 50 games. The Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings tied with 57 points. Edmonton in third spot, LA in fourth spot. The Oilers two games in hand on the Vegas Golden Knights, LA one game in hand on the Vegas Golden Knights. So, you know, you look at Vegas in this situation all you can do now is win your own games that's really all it comes down to for the Golden Knights you know I I look at this team and it has been tough sledding all year long in terms of injuries and not an excuse certainly by any stretch but the fact of the matter is uh, the Golden Knights have had to battle through some stuff here this is a weird month. It's a tough month, I think, to kind of wrap your head around and get the best possible hockey out of this team. But for head coach Pete DeBoer and for this Golden Knights club, they're going to have to find a way to get out of San Jose on Sunday with two points. They're just too valuable now, the points, that you can't drop anymore. And Pete DeBoer said the, the more points you drop, the easier it's going to be to match the desperation of the teams that are playing from behind trying to catch the Vegas Golden Knights. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar, and it was L.A. from the beginning. They were the better team in the first period, despite being down 2-1 to one in the game going into the second period. I thought L.A. took advantage of the moments where they could impact the game in a positive way. They took advantage of that Chandler-Stevenson penalty at the end of the first period and tied the game, and then there were momentum swings that the Golden Knights just didn't handle particularly well. I thought Vegas was was pretty good in the second period, and then in, in the third period, the LA Kings just kind of really went to work in, in, the, in the possession side of the game. 
Vegas did good enough to kind of keep them out of the middle of the ice, but again, it, it was not good enough for the Golden Knights in the third period, and really they needed more to try to get this one in regulation because you don't want to give up any points, much less give the Kings two here tonight. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Extended Postgame Show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Postgame Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall to the LA Kings, 4-3, the final score in overtime. Adrian Kempe, two goals, plays the overtime hero. Max Pacioretty, two goals, back on the score sheet for the Vegas Golden Knights. But top to bottom, like if you're going to evaluate this 60-minute effort, not good enough for the Golden Knights. And you could hear it in the post-game comments from head coach Pete DeBoer. Using the words casual just wasn't our finest effort. You can... You can get the sense when a coach uses buzzwords like that. It's as much to gain the attention of his players as it is to voice his frustrations in how this game went. The Golden Knights now dropping three games in a row. Positive? You get three goals after being shut out two consecutive games. But that's about the only thing you're going to pull from this game tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights. Simply put, because points right now are at a premium, you got to find ways to win hockey games. Like, you're kind of back to where you were earlier on in the year, where any means necessary, doesn't matter how it has to happen. you got to find two points night in and night out. That's where the Golden Knights are right now. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. I guess my question to you out there, it's your post-game show, are you nervous? Are you nervous about where the Golden Knights are right now with their game. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Well, I heard the 504 comment <laughs> that, that particular hey, afternoon. Yeah, no, you can't, you can't yell at me. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my no. foot down. I'm putting my foot down. I'm saying it right now. Um, on Monday, you're going to call in, and you can yell at Darren then. Oh, believe me, I'll take that opportunity. <laughs> you can count on it. But Fantastic. no, the honest truth is, uh, he will call it a push because he, yeah. he did get a, he did get an assist, bless his heart. But the truth of the matter is we're focusing on the wrong thing. We're so excited about the second coming here and, that we expect Superman to just carry us into victories that we're not getting. And, and that's two in a row now, and who knows where we go from here. But the real frightening thing is we sit and we watch – I know I do. Alec Martinez practice and practice and practice and then go on long-term injury reserve. And these are the things that are disturbing me now. 
Yeah, I mean, Mike, the only thing that I can tell you with, with Alec Martinez is that he's he's just not able to play, right? Like, we're talking about a player that that suffered a pretty gruesome cut to his <clears throat> face. And I think where where the disconnect is is you see him practicing for sure, and you're like, okay, well, he must be close. And I think for Alec Martinez, for the, the team, the sense that I get in commentary from Pete DeBoer is that, yeah, he, he is close, but then there are things preventing him from being able to be cleared to play. Whether or not, uh, you know, you, you, you heard kind of Kelly McCrimmon speak earlier this week when when talking about Jack Eichel being activated, Mark Stone going to LTIR, that, you know, it, it, it's kind of, you, you thought it was a concussion, but it's not so much a concussion. It's still stemming from the cut. Um, all I know is, based on what we know of Alec Martinez, the player, if he could play, he'd be in the lineup. Whatever's ailing him, it is preventing him from from getting the A-OK to go in. And I think right now, it, it's just no one really knows what the timeline is. Well, so now we're dealing with Stone and Martinez not available for about a month. White Cloud will be back when White Cloud is back, mm-hmm. hopefully soon. And Robin Leonard, the trump card, we have no idea. Yeah. And something's got to give here because this is a team that's 500 at home and not going anywhere suddenly. Yeah, no, I, I think I think you're spot on there, Mike. And you know, thank you for the call. Like it, it it's really it's really hard to to quantify here because again, it, it's been it's been an entire year, and and I mean this literally and sincerely. It has been an entire year in which the Golden Knights have not been anywhere close to healthy, and every time they look to turn the corner. Another player's out of the lineup. Another player's out of the lineup. And, you know, I, I think the interesting thing here is we're trying to judge a Golden Knights team that the expectation is Stanley Cup or bust. We're trying to judge a Golden Knights team that, that we have all our thoughts and opinions on what they could be when they're at full strength. And yet, we've never seen it this year. We haven't seen it, not one game. And, you know, I, I think in this iteration, it's going to be very similar to what head coach Pete DeBoer had to do earlier on this year you got to find ways to win. You're going to have to change some things around. You're going to have to experiment a little bit in order to just get results because that's where the Golden Knights are at right now. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good. So this game was one that was like an even, – even though we had a lead at the beginning mm-hmm. – it, it was one of those that just never felt like a comfortable lead because the Kings were quite on it today. Yeah. Um, but that that aside, like that feeling today, I, I don't have that feeling that it's going to extend, mm-hmm. you know, past this game or, or, or continue. It's, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but it, it's, I don't, there was enough good in this game and especially even even though the game on what was it Wednesday the game against Colorado mm-hmm. was a much worse result it, it there was a lot to like out of that game and what we did so it just yet again getting over how many people are out who's out and who's going to be back in and, and getting over that hump and getting back into it and yeah. you know as much as everybody wants to talk about you know, Leonard versus Fleury, I think that Brossois, you know, while he let in four goals essentially today, it 
he played a good game too and and was part of the reason definitely that we came away with a point at all today. Yeah, a couple of big saves from Loren Brassois in the third period for for at least secured a point for the Golden Knights. I, I think you're spot on there, Stephanie. Um you know, the, the interesting thing for me is kind of getting back to a, a couple of your points, and thank you for the call. One, in that it didn't feel like a safe lead. And, and I think the reason being is, uh, you know, quite frankly, the Kings were better in the first period, yet they were down in the game. Golden Knights were opportunistic for sure, but they were not the better team in the first period. Like, not not even close. So I think that's kind of stemming from from what you were talking about is even though Vegas was up in this game, it didn't really feel comfortable because L.A. carried the majority of chances and the better of the chances. You know, And then, too, kind of speaking about whether or not you think the, it doesn't feel like this is going to extend, I remember when the, the Golden Knights were 1-4 and four to start the year. And then you have to get creative. You have to adjust. You have to find ways um, to to win hockey games with a roster or a lineup that's not what you expected it to be. And Pete DeBoer found the answers. I I have to believe in this situation with this team in breaking in Jack Eichel, Pete DeBoer will find the answers. I I have to believe it because I saw it happen earlier this year. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? Hi, it's Stephanie number two. How are you today? Good. Uh, you know, I never know if I should say Stephanie number one and Stephanie number two. I, I don't. I don't want to go that direction, but I will if you're okay <laughs> with it. I am okay. I am more than okay being Stephanie number two. It's <laughs> okay. fine with me. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but yeah, you know, to answer your question earlier, I'm not nervous yet mm-hmm. because we started the season. We were one and four. We had you know injury after injury after COVID, and other guys found ways to step up. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of saw it a little bit. Thank you, Max Pacioretty, for, you know, getting those two points. Hopefully that monkey's off his back and we see good things from him going forward. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, we just we need to find other, you know, other guys need to find ways to score. When we had that gauntlet road trip, it was the third and fourth lines that were producing for us. Yeah, you know what? That's that's an excellent point, Stephanie, and thank you for the call. Like, I, I I looked at the Golden Knights' top line tonight, and I felt like they were going to put in a strong game. Obviously, you get two goals from Max Pacioretty. Uh, that's what you needed in that moment for sure. But you know, your point on the third and fourth line for the Golden Knights is is well taken. You, you talk about that gauntlet road trip. You talk about how well the Golden Knights played there, and how many goals you got from your bottom six. Right now, you need more from Yanmark Waugh and, and Dodonov. For sure, Dodonov. You need more from Brett Howden and Will Carrier. Keegan Coles are getting back in the lineup. Uh, you need those guys, especially in a game where uh, you're losing board battles. You need those guys to be the ones winning them. Like Regardless of putting the puck in the back of the net, regardless of scoring goals, you need your third and fourth lines to really carry the physicality of the play and not lose along the boards. And I think that's really where the frustration is for head coach Pete DeBoer after tonight's loss, that it wasn't enough in the trenches for the Golden Knights. And that's really where the LA Kings were able to exploit this game. 702-876-1340 is the number. Are you nervous? Call me up. Let me know. We'll get to it on the other side of the break. It's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall to the LA Kings 4-3 in overtime. Drop their third game in a row. Tough one for the Golden Knights for sure. Uh, just not the better team in this one, even though they had a 2-1 to one lead at 1.2-0 lead going into the sec- second period. 702-876-1340 is the number. It's your post-game show. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Rob. Hey, Rob, how you doing? Doing good, Ryan. How you doing today? I'm good. Good. Well, Rob's incapacitated driving. This is Bobby. I've called before. But I did want to communicate to you that we have been dealing with fluidity throughout this entire season, whether it be injuries and so on and so forth, plug in, plug out. And now we bring in Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel obviously has got to get his legs under him. We all understand that. And I will say I was at the game tonight. We played a hell of a game. Hell of a game. Right? But we have not been healthy all year. Jack Eichel still getting his legs under him. And the thing that I wish Pete DeBoer communicates to his team, and I wish the fans can understand, is that we have an X on our back more so than we've had, I believe, since the first year. Mm-hmm. Look, we just signed one of the top players in the league. Yeah. And, it's, and it's going to create that X on our back. And I noticed it from the first period and thereafter. Yeah, were we up? Yes, you could tell. The Kings wanted it more as well as any other team that we have faced yet since Eichel has started. They want to shut us up mm-hmm. like we have since the first season because look at the hockey world. I mean, you're aware of it. The Golden Knights on their back, and then we signed one of the top five players in the league. Right. And I could see it that here's a team that is coming for our throats. And I see us along the boards, kind of coasting to it, and yet they are fighting hard and hard. And I don't think our team really realizes that just yet, nor our fans, that they will come at us nonstop, almost as if it is playoff hockey while we're dealing with these injuries. And DeBoer is experimenting to see what works as we transition to the playoffs. Am I scared that we're going to get in the playoffs? Absolutely not. Yeah, but as soon as we establish what lines work best, as soon as we get there, because the cap doesn't exist, then mm-hmm. we will be there. I'm going to tell the fans we will be in the playoffs, but we do need to realize during the regular season that every team that plays against us is going to want to play playoff hockey against us because the X on our back. All right, yeah, Rob, thank you for the call. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think you are onto something. Um, you know, the Golden Knights. You go to the Stanley Cup final in year number one, you're going to ruffle some feathers, especially for organizations that had, took a long, long time to get to a, their first cup final or any, anything like that. So I, I think the X has been on the back for a while uh, because the Vegas Golden Knights have known nothing but success since coming into this league. And I think that there are teams that have not been as successful as the Golden Knights, and that is frustrating for sure. So, uh, yeah, I think I think you're you're kind of onto something here. It, you have an opportunity with a, a Golden Knights team that is not what you'd expect it to be because of the injuries. And in that case, yeah, absolutely, teams are coming in here and they are trying to take advantage of that situation as they should. But for the Golden Knights, earlier on in the year, they were more injured than they are right now. They were missing more key players than they are right now. And they were still finding ways to win. So it's it's up to Pete DeBoer. It's up to the coaching staff and the players that are in the lineup every single night 
to come up with the winning combination. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Andy. Hey, Andy, how you doing? Hey, guys, how you doing? Great. Hey, so I just wanted to talk just defensive strategy. Like, if we look at tonight's game, like on hockey stat card, there are only two players that had a positive defensive stat going into tonight. Yeah. And that was going to be Dylan Coglin, and I'm looking at Evgeny Dodonov. And Evgeny Dodonov, that little black bar, is, it's there, but yeah. he didn't provide much defense. But, I mean, he was positive, so they're nonetheless. Sure. So it's looking to me like defensive strategy is definitely going to be a problem going going forward. And uh, I think it spans all the way back to early in the season because early in the season we were we were really strapped in our top six with the yeah. offense. So that uh, Peter DeBoer likes to have a active defense anyway. So it really led our defense to be even more active than usual. And I'm yeah. just wondering if there's some carryover even though our top six is getting back towards a healthy unit you know i i don't even look at today as overactive defenses as the reason why the golden knights just did not defend well the Mm -hmm. fact of the matter is the kings had the puck all game right like they they were in the offensive zone all game long the golden knights were a little bit panicky and breaking out the king's forecheck was able to get to the king uh to the golden knights in their zone and there were too many turnovers there were too many uh just kind of handing over possession to LA I didn't think the Golden Knights got through the neutral zone particularly well and if you give the LA Kings an opportunity to hold on to the puck in the offensive zone they're going to go low to high they're going to get shots through and they're going to go to the front of the net so um, you know tonight wasn't a, a product of of kind of the the system in the offensive zone of being overactive for the Golden Knights defensemen they just were simply outplayed and outbattled. okay so yeah, I hopefully hopefully that answers your your question, Andy. Thank you for the call. Mm-hmm. I you know I I think the Golden Knights to kind of as a whole have not defended particularly well. Do I think it'll get better? Do I think it's going to improve once you get Zach Whitecloud back into the fold? Yeah, I do. Do I think it'll get better if if Alec Martinez can can line back up for the Golden Knights on the blue line? Yeah, absolutely. You're talking about two players that have been key pieces and solidify defensive structure for the Golden Knights, but. Uh, you know, you got to get there first. And right now for the Golden Knights, they're going to have to find a way to defend better in front of their own net. Uh, there were moments, especially in the third period, where I thought the Golden Knights were good at keeping L.A. to the outside, but uh, the Kings had the puck way too often in this game for it to matter uh, too much in the grand scheme. Let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Um, i got a couple of things. One thing I may get some pushback on, and then the other's good. Mm-hmm. First thing is, and with respect to Miley, please don't unfollow me. I think we need to take out Colasar and put in either Romberg or Cotter. Mm-hmm. Um, I seems to me like he missed a lot of passes and stuff tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a tough spot for a player that had been in essentially every game this year to, to sit one out. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to take him a minute to kind of get back into it. I, I don't know that uh, Ron Bjerg or Cotter would be the guy to go into the lineup. It would probably be Michael Amadio since he's on the active roster. But, you know, that being said, I, I, I don't see a reason why Pete DeBoer can't experiment a little bit in trying to get a little bit more out of his bottom six. The other thing I have is, you know, Patch has got, with your night to shine, you've done good, got two goals tonight, and... Eichel got an assist. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the floodgates are open, and you know me, we're going to be fine. 
Awesome. Thank you for the call, Rita. The optimism is fantastic. I like I'm I'm not nervous right now. I, I maybe that maybe I should make that a little bit clearer. Like I'm not nervous in, in this moment. I I do believe the Golden Knights are going to figure things out. I do think Jack Eichel is going to get better and better and better. Uh, he was better today than he was on Wednesday. That's absolutely clear. So you you got to wait for chemistry to develop. You got to find a way to win. But I, I do think the Golden Knights are going to be okay. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Joe. Hey Joe, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm not nervous yet either. Now we uh, we lose Sunday. I might be nervous. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I think you know. Actually, I think the Kings are actually a very good team. The yeah. way they built their squad uh, this year, they have a bunch of young talent and veterans in there. And then uh, I think they're going to be a good team for a long time to come because, uh, you know, their their uh, AHL squad down in Ontario is uh, running wild all over the uh, Pacific Division. So I think this is going to be a, a good rivalry for the Kings or uh, the Kings and the Knights for a long time to come. Although I want to ask you this. Mm-hmm. With everything we've seen, you know, between Calgary, uh, Edmonton, and the Kings, where do you think the Golden Knights stand in their division? Because I look at those teams, and I go, Calgary is probably number one right now, the Kings are number two, and we're number three, the, the way I look at it. Now, we start getting healthy, you know, that's one thing, but then... You listen to DeBoer, and he goes, well, the guys, you know, need chemistry, and they're just not going to gel right away. Mm-hmm. So if we don't get healthy till, you know, the end of March, are we going to gel right away in the playoffs? Well, I mean, you'll you'll have all of April to, to kind of go through. Like, you know, it's a little bit deceptive, I guess, in, in looking at what a regular season would be versus this one starting a bit later and going a bit later. So, um, you know, you, you still have 32 games here if you're the Vegas Golden Knights. You, you still have 32 games to kind of get Jack Eichel up to speed. No timeline yet on Mark Stone when he might be back for the Golden Knights. But, you know, for me, you, you just got to start winning hockey games. You got to start finding ways to win. And, you know, your, your question to me, and, and thank you, Joe, for the call, like, where do I put the Golden Knights within this division right now? Well, they're second place right now. However, there are teams behind them that have games in hand. I'm not sold on the Edmonton Oilers. I think the Edmonton Oilers are going to give it a really strong push. I don't like their goaltending. I haven't liked their goaltending all season. I think their goaltending is going to falter, and that's going to be the problem. I think there are roster construction issues with the Edmonton Oilers. I do think the Kings are good. I think the Calgary Flames are probably the best team in the league in the in the division right now. It's not to say the Golden Knights can't become that, but they're going to have to find winning combinations here uh, in the next, uh, I'd say five to 10 games in order to kind of really push the Calgary Flames late into uh, the season. We're back to wrap it up next on the extended post game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here on the extended postgame show. The Golden Knights fall to the L.A. Kings 4-3. to The final in overtime. Vegas gets a point but dropped their third 
consecutive game. Going to need to pick up two points on Sunday against the San Jose Sharks. And this one, uh, you heard it in the comments from Pete DeBoer postgame. Disappointing effort from the Golden Knights. Too casual, not good enough on the boards along the wall. Need to raise the desperation level because when you look at the Pacific Division right now, you've got the Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings right behind the Vegas Golden Knights and that uh, that dream of getting to the Calgary Flames slipping away with every point the Golden Knights are dropping right now. As I just mentioned, the Golden Knights are next in action on Sunday at 5 o'clock in San Jose taking on the Sharks. 4 o'clock pregame show. Thanks to everybody for calling in. Thanks to Jed Donaldson down here keeping everything sounding fantastic. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And once again, thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post-game show. It is not as much fun without you. Until Sunday, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.